This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Everybody right now caught in the jostle for space in the race trying to keep up with the pace by space ram cram everybody is a jam jamming 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 for a better life a better way of living in the meantime simple things we forgetting like how to say good morning morning neighbor Morning, neighbors. Thank you, Avery, for major news. Because we have a news brief coming up at eight o'clock. All right. I'm just getting word if you're traveling out today, mainly to the U.S., that the FAA is experiencing a computer outage, and all flights in the U.S. are now grounded. We head into the U.S. today. You have a problem. All right, the system alerts pilots and other flights personnel about hazards or any changes to airport facility services and relevant procedures. And apparently, it, the computers was not updating, so they are now grounded. All flights in the U.S. I just broke about a couple of minutes ago. That's all. Hang on. Say that again. Into and out of. Yeah. The, it, yeah. You see how God does look after his children, you know, my original date for coming back was this morning. Yeah. Let me um I was just checking um I was just checking um Miami International Airport to see if any flights were leaving and nothing was leaving. I was actually flights are coming in but nothing is leaving. Today at this time. I would have been in the airport today at this time. So Wendell, all the people who traveling today are not children of God. Oh God, listen. Maybe they also are and they have been saved from something. But certainly I was saved from today. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Child of God? You are a child of God too, you know, Richard. You may not realize it. Mm-hmm. But you are, you know. Paul too? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Why are you going silent? Oh, good. I guess I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Anyway, I don't, I don't we have to give the results. But I but have to have go. I have results, to go. I have. We need, we need, we need. Steve, did you get any other votes? Let me just check that here now. 
Uh, I got Maloney saying yes. Well, that's the tiebreaker. Oh, it was that close. It was that close. Richard, didn't you have it either? Yeah, yeah. So Maloney saying yes breaks the tie. Breaks the tie. There you go, Dudu. <laughs> so yes, our poll this morning was, do you believe that the testimony of the families of the divers should have been allowed um, in the Commission of Inquiry? We had 25 people voting on the poll this morning. And actually, it was even 12 12. There was split straight down the middle. So, obviously, people on either side of the fence, um, both sides of the fence on this um, particular poll, mm-hmm. um, and Maloney, Miss Maloney, just voting their yes, tipped it to the yeses mm-hmm. um, in terms of the results. But it was pretty even keel throughout the poll. Yep. You, you got those results, right, Randa? Yes, I have those exact results 13 12. 13 yep. people That's said yes. And 12 people said no. Yep. So, of course, you can continue to vote on this poll throughout the day and throughout programming, and we'll bring you the final results tomorrow morning, which will be Thursday as we drive towards the weekend. Can you believe it? We are almost at the weekend again. Whoopee! Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, you know, Wendell, I I had mentioned it, I think think it was earlier this week. Was it on Monday or was it last week that I have to renew my driver's permit? Yes. um, Because it's expiring shortly. Mm-hmm. And so, and I know you said you don't need appointments or anything like that. So yeah. I went online yesterday on the Ministry of Works for Licensing Division website to look and see, well, what do I do and where do I go? Because calling those licensing departments Makes is no a sense. Colossal nobody answers your phone. <laughs> nobody, nobody answers the phone. Zero person. There's nobody mm-hmm. answering the phone. They don't even have the courtesy of, of having an automated voice answer the phone. For you. They don't? No, I didn't get no answer. Some, somebody, and some of the numbers that I'm getting from the internet absolutely are not working. But anyway, beyond all of that, I said, let me go to the internet. And I went on the internet. And I'm saying, click and renew. And I want to see how to renew. They, they, on the internet, Wendell, they're saying, you must set up an appointment to renew. So I'm like, is this accurate? Because I thought they stopped appointments. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, because my own is expiring short, shortly, I'm now like, well... What kind of appointment can I make? So eventually, well, of course, Arima was a waste of time. It was all booked up according to this appointment thing. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go to the Carini section. And there was something called Mobile Carini Unit. Links okay. only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's a mobile unit. It's a van. Is there a mobile unit park? It's, it's a, a van. van parked up in the yard or something. I, I don't know. But I, know. I know that van goes to the, the various areas and you can just walk in and get your, your permit renewed. So I don't no, know what you're saying. Mobile is if, unit. It says mobile unit Carney. Well, it's probably parked up in Carney. Call Piggy Lou. Links only. Mm-hmm. So I click on that one because that one had available dates. So I clicked on that one and... and well, I booked an appointment because it, because the site says book an appointment, so I followed what the site says. Mm-hmm. So but you I, got your appointment? Well, I got an appointment, yeah. So I'm planning to do that tomorrow. And um, But your appointment but, is before your permit expires? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh. No, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so I said, okay. So, But no, that's why I said I'm going to do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I booked an appointment for this mobile unit, Carney. So I'm going to go on that adventure tomorrow. But the last time I went to Carney, it was an adventure of me having to go to an ATM quite in Canopia. Oh, I remember that. Yep, yep, yep. yeah. And I said, and my 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 motto for that morning was Trinidad. You will not defeat me today. Mm-hmm. But you know, the, the the did we give the results by the way? Yes, Steve. Okay. What happened to him? Oh my God, Steve! The no, no, no. <clears throat> You know, we need to buy some private gen. Um, but the, last year, when Ruben and myself went to renew our permit, we, we made an appointment at the St. James office, and it literally took us about twenty minutes. Doctor yes, Nicole Ramlachan went yesterday to renew her permit, and it took her three hours. I Where? Didn't, I didn't know. I didn't ask. Oh, God, I hope it's not the mobile unit, Karen. No. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole, let let us know, and please let it not be the mobile unit, Karen, please. Hmm. (laughs) Then you go up, Karen, he asks for a dandy. 
yeah. But you know when I go up Gary and I see where they mobile, you, you know you know how true that is when then I go up I'm looking I, I, good morning, I'm looking for the mobile unit. I'm set up an appointment. One mobile unit. Well, I saw on the internet <laughs> and I have an appointment with the mobile unit. Hey, Shamila, the mobile unit are wrong. <laughs> no, nah, I hear they gone know. down grandy. Yeah, uh, sorry, say they gone down grandy. Yeah, they go down grandy. <laughs> well, I can't you know, do it right here this morning. When you make your appointment, um, last yesterday or two days ago, and where you make it for the mobile unit? Well, you had to go grandy. <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying? No, you're not. <laughs> oh, Richard, ardent listener says, uh, since you're over sixty, no appointment needed. No, but I'm not over 60, so appointment, <laughs> appointment is very much needed. It's valid. <laughs> but interestingly enough, as he brought that up, I was talking it over with somebody who is over 60, considerably over 60 yesterday, about the whole renewal. And Paul, they were, Dr. Paul yesterday? And they, were, they, they raised an issue with me that, where they said that, for example, in the state of New York, there is no age limit in terms of everybody gets their licenses renewed for eight years mm-hmm. the older you get you may have to present certain medical verification to show that you're medically safe but mm-hmm. older and i think that there may be 70s or whatever but once you're renewing it's for eight years and they're saying that in a trinidad tobacco context once you're over 65 i think it is you have to do it every two years every two years you every done? two yeah. years every two years or every With year a medical i think yeah, every two years or every year, and they felt that was so discriminatory for them as an aged person. Mm-hmm. Whereas in in other countries, and but at least they were talking from New York State, they were saying that there is no discrimination, there is no age limit in terms of your renewal. You get mm-hmm. it for eight years, like just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But it's just that sometimes they may require that you uh, medical thing is filled out, but that's it. But you get it for the full eight years, whereas in Trinidad, it starts to limit it from five to two and sometimes one. Um, I mean, I wasn't sure I didn't research it. Um, mm-hmm. And they just felt it was very discriminatory. And why somebody doesn't take the license office to court? I say, well, you could do it. Um, but I find every two years, it's kind equal- ridiculous. Yeah, but, but, it's, it, but it, it, they felt it was an equality of treatment issue. Mm-hmm. And and that why when there are so many people now, this was their argument to me. Well, I shouldn't say argument, their point that um, that there's so many people now over the age of sixty who are pretty healthy because a lot of people, um, well over sixty five, sorry, not sixty, over sixty five who you know take care of themselves and and why would you force them to come every year or every two years to to get a license renewed you're actually putting more burden on the elderly person exactly yeah let them please let them present the medical verification if that's what your requirement is but give them the usual time and what is the payment then so the uh, 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 elderly person had to be paying all that no i think over 60 you don't have to pay anymore oh okay Nah, but I that stress of going there all the time. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so I don't know because there are so many people over the age of sixty-five who listen to us, and I am so and I am amazed that they have never brought it up. I don't want to isolate and point out Zina particularly. More than Zina, but but um, <laughs> but but it is ridiculous and it is discriminatory. But that's why age is not part of the Equal Opportunity Act. Eh? In Trinidad, you can discriminate on the basis of age eh? mm-hmm. well they've conveniently left out some categories because they know the state would be at, at fault generally and subject yeah. to, to well, i think law. age was left, out. left out. I, I think age w- was an issue too also because of the insurance lobby oh yeah <laughs> i, I carry the message i don't get that <laughs> who tickling Randall? so you can read it only on the internet uh, <laughs> But um, but yeah. I'm gonna so read I... this one. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this one though. Um, this is from Minister Marvin Gonzalez. He said he sent me an article coming out of France that the Eiffel Tower is set to switch off its lights every night, um, as an example for power conservation in response to the current energy crisis. 
So I said, maybe we should start doing that here. He said he will be leading that charge. It takes 20,000 light bulbs each with a low power of 6 watts to illuminate the country's most iconic monument. The night lighting consumes 6.7 gigawatt hours of electricity annually. So Eiffel Tower is, is, is going to start switching off its lights earlier to conserve electricity. Conserve so we'll return the mayor's office. Who's that? Return of the mayor's office. We can't do nothing anyway. Save some current day. <laughs> we might want to know all the mayor's officers. Well, yeah, well, you want an arima for sure, clearly. <laughs> local know, anyway. government, well, people will get the chance to have this here on local government pretty soon, you know, hopefully. And the launch of downtown carnival is happening this Friday, um, with a parade down. Frederick Street at 2 p.m. and then they go to Woodford Square. The honorees this year will be blacks in um in posthumously. Uh Gemma Jordan, who many people know as the the house announcer for um downtown carnival and um lots of shows in the savannah. She is very knowledgeable. I mean, I Jenna, Gemma Jordan do hardly ever even refers to a paper a, a paper. She speaks and she has such a wide knowledge of carnival, everything in carnival, you know, and her voice is so clear and crisp. She will be the main um, awardee and um, Feyan Alvarez, Feyan Lyons Alvarez will also be the third nominee, third awardee this year for downtown carnival. So congratulations to our new chairman, Councillor Clint Bottis. He is leading the charge this year um assisted by the, the mayor and the council and i hope all goes well so the parade is set for downtown on friday so just remember that there will be traffic disruptions in the city friday because of that right from what time from 2 p.m mm -hmm. oh lord yeah whenever you want to go yeah but generally it does that's generally a custom but of course they would not have had any for the last yeah but you know what the thing is about that is that there is no police at any intersection directing traffic to get you out so no nah, that's not true there are police at all the intersections coming down frederick street because just down frederick, frederick street. street but i'm talking let's say we want to leave the office and we want to come down st vincent and we want to go down independent square there's no police there you know well that shouldn't you shouldn't be affected by down there no, but no, you what? can't go. You, one, you, let me tell you, Wendell. Project Street, everywhere else affected. You, sir, come on. Right, so Wendell, I'm saying they, 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 I'm they, saying they, they that closed, they, they closed Park Street between you St. Vincent. Police when you have increased traffic congestion? Yeah. No. How does it work out? All right. The, I, I don't think you all understand me. The police is ne is needed on Frederick Street by those intersections. Yeah, but that's the police, police are needed on every other intersection because there's increased traffic congestion because you block off Frederick Street. I remember when they closed There'll be increased traffic in other areas. They closed Park Street between St. Vincent and Abercrombie to do some patchwork, and that was chaos throughout the entire city. Yeah, once you block off a major causeway like Frederick Street, it's going to transfer traffic congestion to other areas so you need police intervention R R richard you see why this thing had to be renewed every two years you see why what you get fussy you get crotchety you get no it is you know what it is it's just common sense when it comes to policing well, and traffic management. pump every two years why not we have to do <laughs> <laughs> oil it i don't put oil <laughs> <laughs> Out of interest, I was just out of interest. I was just looking up in the UK to see what restrictions they had for people who are older, and they were saying that there are no restrictions, but you you must renew your driving license every three years after you turn seventy. Mm -hmm. There are no laws on what age you can must stop driving. Right. Remember, do we for, try, remember, we tried to do that here some years ago. But they do it for. No, that, I mean, do what. That created a fear to stop people after a certain age. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was under um, Carlton Phillips. Carlton Phillips. <laughs> yep. And they kick up a fuss. They had to backtrack quick on that. What's our loan? But, um, but, yeah, but they get it for every three years. So they don't have any um, restrictions after age 70. That's why I said it was so strange because it's not something I've ever thought about. And that person, 
um, that I was talking to, of course, they had lived in the States for a while. Mm. And so they knew the New York situation. So they were just befuddled why, you know, over 65, you had to be doing every two years or whatever it is in Trinidad yeah. Tobago. And of course, I have no clue why and what on what that's based on. Because to me, it should just be medical verification and that's it. Yeah. And, and they could get push it, it like, to 70. They could push it to 70. Because and, 70 but you, even, even, even if you're getting medical verification, you should still get it for the five years. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have a lot of very vibrant um, and active 70-year-olds yeah. now. And I don't, I don't understand how, how TARP has never raised an issue with regard to that. And, and how come older people have not raised that as an issue of inconvenience? Because people are generally living longer and healthier lives in many yep. cases. So, yeah, so it should not be so discriminated against. But we have a general tendency not to look at the age in a particular way in this country. And, and, and not only that, but so many of the senior parliamentarians are that age. And that is true. And they drive such fancy cars. Mm-hmm. And um, Well, they have drivers. And not all of them. They have drivers in the ministerial capacity. No, they, they don't have drivers otherwise. Well, not well. Some of them maybe. Yeah. So they strange. had to jump in their own vehicle at the end of the day, still and drive. Doctor Rowley is over seventy. He 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 drives himself a lot, especially when he gets in Tobago. Yeah. And the numbers are. So I will give you all my adventures on Friday morning. Whatever happens on Tuesday. So you're going to the caravan. You're going to I the am mobile. going to the mobile unit carney. <laughs> so, so when I drive into Carney, I'll be looking for a mobile unit. <laughs> I wonder if it's in the compound or out of the compound. Well, because then, they have a lot of stuff packed up outside that compound in it. I have no clue. Have you ever been to Carney? I have. That's why I renewed it last time. Remember when I had my old back and hell? When All they right. had no links. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, and you had to go looking for a machine. Yes, and I tell and I tell the woman, I say, you all have a set of machine with coffee and all kind of drinks. I say, oh, they don't have a links machine. I say <laughs> one more important, the links machine or the coffee machine. She said the coffee machine is real cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you all I, I sent the guy who imitated several leaders in the country? Oh, yes. That yeah. is Gary Jagro. Let me tell you something. He's, he's very good. He is, well, he's extended his imitations. I think I don't know if Steve has it to keep plate. It is so funny. Richard, the mobile unit is inside the compound, and there's a massive sign guiding you. And there's no cash for the mobile, it's only links. All of this is coming from. Oh, very yeah, well, well, it said it said that it said links only. So I said fine, and it was one of the only ones, mm. the only appointment selections that was available mm-hmm. for the dates required. You understand? So when I saw that it was available for Tuesday, I was like, nobody using this mobile unit. So let me go and try it. Let me so play you're brave. In business day. You're in business day. Let me play brave. You're in business. Day. When you hmm. go there, don't call any. Yeah. <laughs> Because this this mobile unit goes from community to community. <laughs> All right. But so. this one says mobile unit carney in brackets. Mm. So this one is probably <laughs> based there, right? True. Yeah. So wait, they taking your picture and giving you everything back right inside the right unit? there inside the mobile unit. I guess so. And together with uh, and, and you had to pay links. But as I said, I was attracted to it because it was the one for which dates were available and times were available. They weren't, you know, mm. the others were like booked up. But because first of all, I didn't know that you had to have an appointment. I thought appointments were out the window, but I followed the website. I said, the website say you have to do an appointment. Do the people appointment please. Mm. Wow, look at that. I need to look and see when my permit expires, yes? Sure, I did it. As you said that. Because to me, you just talked about that links thing the other day, where you had to leave the machine. Is that, it's been five years already? Yes. Wow. I'm flying. Anyway, we can take some calls, can't we, Steve? Can? Yes, we can. Okay, I'll give them the numbers. Two 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 eight two five five six one two eight two five five North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Mhm. 
What the ARI say, Richard? To bring your light bill and come. That oh, almost so, that almost sounds like a guy, so. Mm-hmm. Bring your light bill and come. The message came yesterday from the Regulated Industries Commission as it encouraged the public to attend public consultations ahead of the proposed increase in electricity rates in the coming months. RIC Chairman Don Callender said instead of the generalized statements being made about the increased rates, members of the public should attend upcoming public consultations where they can have their new rates calculated for them. Hmm? They right, let's take let's grab this call. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I think Good morning. someone said, oh, they don't have to pay any money to get a driver's license. Let me take away some years. <laughs> yes. So it's every two years you have to go down there. Oh, okay. All right. Hmm. How are I see ca- calculating your rate based on what? Percentage increase. They decide that already. No, they're going to look 15, at your kilowattage. They will look at your wattage, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it will still have to be based on the, the calculating your new rate or your old rate. Well, and what your rate will be. What your rate will be. But that's what I'm asking. Has, has a definitive decision been made on the level of increase? No. Maybe they maybe they are aware what they to look for. That, that's what I'm asking for them to calculate your rate. They would have had to know what the increase is going to be. True. Well, the, between fifteen to sixty-four percent. Well, between 50 and 60 points, a wide range. Right, which is uh, which is based against your... So you're going to know, it, it's going to be between X and Y then. Between your wattage. So they're going to look at your wattage and say, well, okay, you fall in the 55% range. So your bill, instead of being uh, oh, okay. 1,200, is now going to be 1,854. I don't know, I'm just guessing. Yeah, well, not yeah. All right, uh, good morning. Good morning, Steve. Morning. Good morning, Dr. Paul, Wendell, and Richard. Good morning. I enjoy your program as usual. That's why I call sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, this morning, headline in the Guardian, um, he says, well, I can't say he's no UNC activist, but I remembered when Mr. Kamala Pesatis was the Prime Minister, he, of course, I know he's a criticized, but very brash and so on, right? And he criticized her for something, and about two weeks after, he was her attorney. And after that, he had all nice things to say about her and all kind of bad things to say about Dr. Rowley at that time, right? So for him to say now that he's no UNC activist, even though when 2020, when UNC, 2015, I mean, when UNC came out of government, he was very critical of the PNM and supported things that the prime, um, former prime minister was saying all the time. And I read plenty of things. I read and I heard him many times supporting things so for him to say he's not a unc activist is incorrect as well so well he did he did also say caller he did also say she should return the silk she's not deserving to be in the inner bar he did say that too about her yeah but Mm -hmm. he's not is that's not true he is so i mean so um paul and richard and wendell tell me who is an independent person at all who is because if Paul, but no, no intention, no, no bad feels in this, right? Say you vote for a particular government party, sorry, for a particular party to be in government, and that party wins, and then you are independent senator. So because you are now an independent senator and you have to vote during these sessions and in, in the senate and so on, that means that you'll be supporting the party that you vote for. Not necessarily, because I know you don't do that anyway. I listen to you very well. So then nobody is independent. Everybody has an agenda. So, and that is their right anyway. So when people yeah. say, that is human behavior. That is it. So mm-hmm. tell me who is that. Okay, so another thing I want to talk about. When Christine Kanglu becomes the, pres- the president, you know what will happen? Every appointment she makes will be scrutinized to see how donkey years ago that person's father and grandfather was in the PNM. And mm-hmm. then his uncle and then this one. That would be, you know, this would be a chaotic situation, you know. That's why I thought she should not have accepted that position. Because she would be, you know, they would be strip, stripping her down, stripping her down. Mm. And she shouldn't be, be getting into that. I find she's too much of a good person to be going through all of that when she becomes the president. Because she would well, not be, have an and, easy and, time. And Kola, I hear you, but it's because 
she is such a good person and it's because of all the presidents we have had she's the only person who has acted in that position she has practical yeah. experience yeah, why i think she would that. be a, we need to give her a chance and yeah and i don't think a person as a professional could um why can't a person be objective if to support something right is right and wrong is wrong not like the unc right is always wrong wrong is always right for them so <laughs> that's why they that's why things going in this country backwards you know and i mean i like her and she she's objective because i listen to the senate she is objective mm. but you can't say that about we mark though i hope they're listening <laughs> Thank you. You'll have All a right. wonderful day. All the best yeah. to you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I want to submit that the concept of independence in terms of our senators um, has arisen because of, of, of the use of the term independence. Um, in reality, the independent senators... I'll call them independent, uh, using the Trinidad term. They are really people who are nominated to the political process in order to bring a non-political view to the parliamentary discussion. Just like all in the House of Lords, they have some who come through peership, they have some who might be nominated, and they have the House of Lords. When, when they vote, or when they are there, they are there to represent different interests. Um, Paul is from the media. Somebody might, might be somebody who the chamber might, might nominate in consultation with the president. The president has the responsibility to look for people. Now, these people, once they assume the position, then the, the, the position really should dictate person's conduct and that is what normally happens but there would always be outliers because as as Wendell said a while ago we're dealing with human beings so if you look at the debates you will see that um, that is intended to widen the discussion so whether they're independent or not is a sort of misrepresentation of their responsibility because as the lady said before as, as individuals, they would have their own political views, which, because of the office they're in, they're not expected to openly express. And they should, con in the debate, the debate should be on the, the merits of the particular issue. So if, they, if it's a business discussion, the people who are there from the business sector are expected to make that contribution. And they would have the business biases different to the political views so that um, that is why I have absolutely no problem with the present arrangement and, and, and the mere fact that in the statute of the constitution there is reference to filling the vacancy if the person comes from the parliament is a clear indication that the framers anticipated that that might be a reality at some stage. And finally, I would say this. The reason why this debate has arisen is because we do not adhere to the convention in which the opposition leader and the prime minister would sit. And while the prime minister has the, the responsibility to basically put forward the nominee, the discussion should eventually result in a nominee who would generally be unanimously approved. Or even if the opposition um, didn't approve, they might abstain, but they wouldn't go into a, a tirade unless there's a real significant reason to try to discredit the person. So that the president from that process of consultation, which is the general convention, would be more acceptable across the entire political spectrum. It's unfortunate that we have this ongoing contest. But it is Paula, you see yeah. what you just said there? I so appreciate it. You know why? Because I agree, the opposition, they can have a problem with Christine Kangaloo. That's not the issue. So, so okay, it goes to a vote. You can abstain. But how ridiculous can you get when you put forward a candidate like Israel Khan? You can't be serious. 
Well, you can't the, the, possibly the, be serious. The, no, the argument about putting forward a candidate, as you just indicated, fell flat because one of the main requirements of a head of state, and this is why I tend to continue to um, favor the Constitution as, as is, is because you want somebody with a particular decorum, and just that word does not apply to him. So therefore, he has disqualified himself as a, as a person capable of representing our country in the international and diplomatic arena. So that's a simple um, thing to, to, to ascertain. So he shouldn't even mm. be in the argument. All right. You know? yeah. Have a yeah. good day, gentlemen. Thank you. Good morning. Hi, morning, morning, Ted. Morning. Um, did, morning. I, did I hear that Richard that the um, IRC is saying that all the um, the consultations that I put in inverted commas is saying well also to come with you like bill to calculate the um the, the, the amount? Yeah. I mean if that's the case then that's not a consultation, that's a public education. Is a fit to complete already? That's a disaster. That's what that will be. A disaster. I, I thought the I thought the, 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 the um the purpose of a consultation is to hear the views of the people that are going to be affected, the consumers, and you know see if if it really is going to be a benefit to the to the society or the case might be or you know to have a win win situation in most times. But if you tell me it's really about calculating, showing you how to calculate your new bill. And that's really a, a education program and, and, and not really a consultation. Anyway, that's mm -hmm. my two cents on it. Thanks. Yeah, you're right. Because everybody now is going to work with the bill there, you know, and yeah. say, ma'am, I need, I need to find out what my bill will be like, and then we could talk. Yeah, exactly. That's what's going to happen, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, bye. Good morning. Richard, you don't know the mess you create by reading that thing, no? <laughs> but it's, it's on this it's on the page three of the express they're mad good morning good morning gentlemen morning morning yeah because i'm yeah. not too long yeah. um mm. good morning again right. um listen to me well you don't think when they'll that um if they just say, they start to say it's a consultation, but then again, if they don't say what they say and what they're going to do, you think that they will sit down all night there to hear people, everybody go have a, a, a confusion and a bacchanal to reject that that um, that increase, whatever increase they're going to be. So they, I be, believe they will mix up the discussion. You understand? Hear what people have to say, and then at the same time, if you want to find out what your bill is, then you you they would be able to calculate and tell you. So I don't know. But that, that is, is that is the only that is the only part that is the only point of the discussion. You know, um, at the end of the day, you know, um, Zina, because people will first want to know what my personal bill will be before I say yeah or nay. So the, 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 the discussion will start from the perspective of that calculation, you know. Well, all right, but, but, but well, let us wait and see what the first one is going to be. But wherever it is, I know that bill is going to raise. Um, I want to go back on the, the discussion before with the president, the nominees for the president. Now, as you say, you think that um, the... the the opposition, they know very well why they nominate that man. Because you know what? They don't want peace and quiet in this country. You won't bring a man like that to nominate when we know the history of this gentleman. So many things he has made his, his um, views very vocal. Many times, you know, apart from writing in the newspapers, and don't forget he was the same gentleman who hung a big piece of cloth, I'm calling it no banner, a big piece of cloth in front of his office to display what he had to say about the Chief Justice. And he said he will hung them out of office. Shame him. He said he shame him out so of office. have to remember he hunged. That is the word he used. So I think it's shame, eh? Yeah. I think he said he will shame him out of office. Oh, well, it could be. Let, mm -hmm. I, I, not, I, well, let us settle for that. I'm not mm -hmm. remember now. You understand? Um, so I find that by nominating that gentleman, it's, it's just to 
to make a stir in the country and a Bacchanal and a discussion because they can't be serious. Definitely. See, now before you go, before you yes. go, because I know and I know you're winding up. Um, um, you you drive, right? Yes. How often you have to renew your license? Every two years, because <laughs> I'm a senior citizen. We were discussing that earlier because I didn't know that that it was a two-year thing once you cross sixty-five. Yeah. And and somebody who were, who used to live in the states, an older a older um um lady who I was speaking to yesterday was saying like for New York, for example, you may have to present medical certification, but your license is renewed like everybody else's own for eight years. And that and is she, how we, well, she didn't and she didn't understand why Trinidad, whereas everybody else gets five years, and for some people you could get ten, I think. I don't know if they still do need ten. I think they I think they maybe only doing the five now, I'm not sure. But but most people get five. Most people do do five. And she was saying that, you know, it restricting it to every two years um seems to her almost um discriminatory i find so too as miss samson said they they um gave in it for free and it not for free really you know because you have to go and pay um a, a doctor to give to to check you out so what is he sense it's better the um the, the, the take let us say a hundred dollars from you and it goes into the government coffers because going well, the, having to go to a doctor, everybody over that age. You have doctors just sit there in an office nearby waiting, that is how they make Are you easy now? I, I might be that kind of doctor, but I could check you out. <laughs> oh, I know Lord, you were right there waiting line and wait. Yeah, they go there check I check you out now. They say what kind of doctor you know? They just say a doctor check you out. A medical doctor, not your a medical doctor. Okay. Doctor, don't try that on me this morning. <laughs> but I still want. I still want to check you though. Oh, I see. Okay, so you gonna be Zina, able to... <laughs> send a picture. Send a picture of this big muscled man you have there for this boy but, before but, you get in trouble. I don't care what that muscle man. But you, you have. You're not doing me. You would you need a poll or you you calling from an online? I call her online. I oh, well, somebody there could um or Steve have it. I don't need to see no muscle man. I just need to see do I hear no see where I come out. Me? What? Do you afraid muscle man? I ain't had him he. Oh, okay. Don't mean nothing. It's not what he wants. Yeah. What you want? Yeah, yeah, where where they love the back and all you hear what he well, let's save this program. Save it for Friday now. Save it for Friday now. You know what he wants is what you want. And you want both of them. As Paris say you want both of them. Oh God. You said you better keep your head together and get ready for that voting go out there. Right, good. Of course it is. All right. All right, gentlemen, later. All right, Zeno. Yeah. Better request you, Paul Ramnanan, yes? Paul, Paul what? Paul Ramnanan. That rats in him. That rats in him. Different arm disciplines. Okay. <laughs> well, not really that far removed, eh? Raj, it's all to, do with, the same, all to do with the mind and heart. Raja, the same junior Saldina. Ask them, do you never listen to them? It's all part of the human experience, man. You should know that. <laughs> when you're going for your therapy, you know, and then sugar on us. We do take it. <laughs> you do for a therapy trip just now, you know? I have, you? I have, you're right. You're for your massage therapy. And you're happy ending. I'm doing the Portugal one. I put it off and I, I can't put it off any longer. I'm being bombarded with requests. Hmm. <laughs> Your name can happen in this boy. <laughs> anyway, it'll be quite interesting next week to see what happens and, and what happens after that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think, going back to Miss Kangaloo, I really think people should give her the benefit of the doubt especially in so far 
as she has had seven years experience acting on several occasions in that position for both Mr. Carmona and the current president. She acted. Um, so I think we should give her the benefit of the doubt. And we she must acted for Mr. Carmona? Never... Yeah. She, she would have had to Mr. act because she was president of the Senate when, when, when he was president. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, she didn't, they didn't have a choice. Yeah. You know? Um, so, and also, we must also never forget that when A.N.R. Robinson became president, he didn't exactly toe the line of the UNC government, you know? He understand? We all know of the of the of the of the battles that he engaged in. And this is the presumption people make. Yeah, that you have to toe the line. That you no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. You can operate in a professional manner, mm. regardless. Yeah. And because you is... are president, you know. You are already appointed, you know. The government well, one, you you are supposed to act according to the constitution. And in the interest of the people of Trinidad and Tobago. Yep. That's the way I look at it. Yep. Which is how A.N.R. Robinson prefaced his selection back then of Mr. Manning as Prime Minister. He spoke about streams running into rivers and rivers running into um, seas and about the moral and, 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 and moral and spiritual value. He he prefaced all of that before he chose Mr. Manning, you know, and that, and Miss, Mr. Pande was the person who put him there. And and a certain person who is all now opposed to all what's going on, I hear that person kick brass in Prime Minister House that night. You know. I hear how that person get on bad that night. You know. After that press conference, Christmas Eve day, I will never forget it. It was a Christmas Eve day when A.N.R. Robinson had that press conference and chose Patrick Manning as Prime Minister. You know? Oh, I don't know why these things stick in my memory, so, but they do. Straight to Balizé House I went. Well, actually, I was almost there already. Because a detail was deployed to Balize House. So we we kind of had a hint what was going on. Those were the days. Mm. But we still taking your calls before we go to the 8 o'clock news update. Um, I'm seeing that um, while the flooding continues in california and it had actually gone in in a strange way california has gone from an extreme drought to extreme flooding yeah in a matter of days um and this is according to a cnn article 400 percent increase on monday 90 percent of the state's population was under a flood watch 90 percent and i know through california is but the second or third largest state in the United States, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 90% of the state's yeah. population was under a flood watch. And I think it's the most popular state. Yeah. Um, as another round Wait, did of you see the, the video rolled through, yet it was just last week when several counties in the state were experiencing the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. Exceptional drought, which the U.S. Drought Monitor considers the most severe category. California's parade of ultra-wet storms has not completely reversed the deeply-rooted drought, and scientists warn that it has a long way to go to erase years on favorable precipitation trends and water supply overuse. But the abrupt shift from drought warnings to flood warnings highlights the dilemma California faces. Hmm. Well, gentlemen, yesterday I went into bamboo. Um... And the water line on some of the to the, to the place that I went was over my car. So I parked my car, the water line on the wall, and it was over my car. They lost everything. Everything inside the house. I couldn't believe it. Yep. Couldn't believe the, how high that water was. And inside the office, the office I went to, 
the water had just it destroyed everything. That a conference table destroyed it. Chairs, files. And it was like that for four days. I said, wow. And they were, he was giving me, there's a lot of stories he was giving me about residents and, you know, rescuing them, but they're saying they have no place to go. Hmm. You know, and they've gotten no help thus far. I said, like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. We get it? Unbelievable. You know, an interesting component of that California flooding issue, as we're talking floods a little bit, is that climate scientists are saying that they should remove some of the levees and let flooding safely go into certain areas and lands. And, and they're saying that we need to re rethink our infrastructure for flooding because you, you want some areas to flood so that it, re, it repopulates, if that's the correct word, the underground aquifers, etc., um, mm -hmm. by allowing the flooding to go into certain areas. So they're saying using levees to prevent the floods during the wet season remains less water is available to seep into underground aquifers. And so they're saying allowing, removing some of the levees to allow certain areas to flood um, actually um refills these aquifers which you could use in the dry season or when it, it's in a very dry period mm -hmm. so they're saying we need to rethink it especially in terms of the climate change and obviously all of this is reflective of climate change mm -hmm. all right well i think miami has <clears throat> miami certainly has that science down part in terms of where they send the water and so on yeah all right gentlemen we gotta run into news Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.